snooker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian Demon Seaman Wiley. How are you doing, sir? Oi, man. Dr. Lady made me orgasm real good like the alien DNA coming out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that woman. I did not see any of the videos to to which you were referring to. I think I know what you're talking about, which is that she is one of the doctors that was retweeted by Trump that is supporting the hydroxychloroquine. Right, right. And also they uh this group of doctors uh put together a they did a press conference uh and uh made a video of it talking about the hydroxychloroquine and its effectiveness against uh, COVID-19. And immediately all the social medias just kept taking it down, taking it down, taking it down. Like and and it was being shared millions and millions of times and every time it popped up YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, we're just taking it down. Um, and it's really an interesting thing. I, okay, first of all, the the one doctor, she's a legit doctor, but she she's a little out there like Pluto, man. Um, but the rest of the doctors, you know, all of them had been using it and um, having, uh, you know, success. Um, but, yeah, it's there's such a concerted effort against uh, letting this information out. It's crazy. So Why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people with a lot of money invested in um, in the cure, so to speak. And if there's already a cure out there that's dirt cheap, it doesn't fit their agenda. And I think right now a lot of the people that are invested also are holding the reins to the big tech companies. Uh, so they don't – the big tech companies like, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and the folks behind uh, Alphabet and, and – uh, Twitter, they don't want to piss off the people in Congress who are stand to make a shitload of money from the vaccines. Now, I, I think that's really what it, nobody at this point in time wants to be counter narrative. Well, do you think that do you think that the hydroxychloroquine works? I have no idea. I, but that's not the point. But what's your guess, though? My my guess is that, yeah, it, it's probably effective. It's it's a well-known antiviral that's been used against a, a, a number of other uh, viruses, uh, you know, specifically malaria, it's used the most of and been found to be very effective at that. There was a 2005 uh, study that was published in uh, a virology journal, peer-reviewed journal, uh, that said it is effective against SARS-CoV, the original SARS-CoV, not SARS-CoV-2, which we currently have. But that's also a strain of the coronavirus. So it was shown to be effective against at least one strain of the coronavirus. And now you have a bunch of doctors saying they've used it and and uh, it is highly effective. So if nothing else, it merits consideration. It doesn't you see, merit to be taken down. Yeah, it doesn't merit crazy conspiracy theory. It doesn't merit, you know. Well, all, maybe you shouldn't put demon seed up as one of the people talking about <laughs> it. But, or demon semen. Yeah. Demon semen lady as a front man was probably not the best idea. How, how many times do they ruin it with that kind of stuff? I know. But, and that's that's I don't understand the world we're living in today because it's it's like. Literally, there's no middle ground anymore. It's like the official narrative, which in a lot of cases just seems like out there like fucking Pluto. Uh And then there's the flat earther lizard people, you know, and it's like, where is common sense anymore? Like, for example, I turned on the TV news. Um, past couple of days. That was your first mistake. I, w- w- right. <laughs> I never watch TV news, uh, except for CNBC, because they just talk about business and I can I can handle that without my head exploding. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I turned it on because uh, I wanted to know how you pronounce the name of, of the ISIS ass storm that's coming. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> ECCS, I don't know. It's I actually, I, I finally figured it out. But I turned it on because I wanted to ha- actually, instead of just reading news and looking at spaghetti models and radar and stuff like that, I wanted to hear someone say the word. 
And the actual, if, if you're interested, um, the the name of the store is Isaias. Isaias. Yeah. Is how you pronounce the storm. Fuck that. I'm going with ISIS ass. Um, but I, the ISIS ass storm. So I turn on the TV. But one of the things that I found was so strange going to this, this um, you know, one extreme or the other narrative. You know, it's either Bill Gates or demon uh, semen lady. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like there's no in between. There's no rationality. There's no reality. But I must have heard watching local TV news, new normal or new reality a dozen times. Well, yeah, because that's that is the agenda that they're pushing. They say that, that is being over pushed. and over and over again. And it's no wonder that so many people who inherited inherently trust what they see on TV are so misled right now, you know, and so indoctrinated. And, you know, I was always one of those people that was like, yeah, yeah, TV's indoctrinating. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, people can rationalize and filter out. And nope. No, no. I mean, because literally the things I hear people saying on the street are just repeated verbatim from the talking heads on television. Yeah, And, you know, the funny thing is, because you don't watch TV all the time, you don't pick up on it. Well, I pick I, well, I, I pick on up on it dramatically when I actually watch it. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, this is this is, you know. And again, I don't want to be out there like fucking flat earthers and lizard people, but it is a form of neuro linguistic programming. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. Um, and, you know, it, it's just so frustrating to see that all the time. But that's kind of the theme of this week for me is that there's the government reality which is wrong and then there's the conspiracy theory reality which is wrong and, well, let me just say in most cases the government reality is wrong in most cases the conspiracy theory is wrong the reality in almost all the cases is somewhere in between and you never get that and it's either like you have to be on one extreme or the other so it's it's so strange because we we've been like that in politics for a long time you have to be on one extreme or the other of politics right now it's it's like Somehow that's transitioned into every phase of life. You either have to be mask, 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 no mask, no mask, no mask. You have to be BLM or Nazi. You know, there's just no reasoned position anymore. There's no room for people who analyze a particular issue independently and come to their own rational conclusion that doesn't necessarily meet one of the main narratives. And it's... it's part of the T what the TV is saying is is there is a new reality out there and that's it and it's 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 very troubling to me it's very strange to live in that world you know what I'm saying oh no I completely understand where you're coming from on this is that when you you're you feel every time as if you're being pushed in a direction in which you don't want to go in that direction but then the other direction you don't want to go in that like you want to choose your own path on many of these problems because neither one of the people, neither side has actually come up up with anything that would even remotely look like a good solution. No, well, they're both on horrible paths. Yeah. I mean, if you follow either of those paths, you're going to end up to a, in a really, really dark place eventually. Yeah. And that's the, you're either going 1984 or Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just so hard to, to try to rationalize it. And more and more, I feel like, and again, this is probably going to my own narcissistic psychosis, but more and more, I feel like so many of the people out there in the world are just NPCs, man, non-player characters. They're just part of the simulation that are used to advance the storyline. And only a handful of us are actually really, you know, in... Um, you know, the, the it, it's hard to describe, but that's kind of the analogy. I know what you're, no, you no, know what I, I'm saying? No, I know what you're talking about. I think that what... Look, I've been... Uh, let's see how I can say this. I've been wrestling with society, with, with some of the same things that you're thinking about right now. I've been wrestling with it all week long. And I go back and forth between let it all burn, screw everybody, and... You're burdened with knowledge, which means you have the responsibility to share it with people. Even if, even for a little bit, you have that, you have that burden still. I still feel that. Well, you can, you you can do both because that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I want to burn it all down and I want to tell people they should agree with me and want to burn it all down too. (laughs) Okay. Not, I don't necessarily, 
I, I, I mean that I disagree, but I kind of disagree. But I, think, I know what you're but saying. But my point though is, is that I'm I'm back and forth on this because I blame society and I blame collectively. I blame our country for the position that we're in because this is what we deserve. Right. Oh, we it truly is. Totally deserve this. We deserve it to get as crazy as it's getting because people have either for for various numbers of reasons, but at the same time you have those little like like those little hints of humanity, those right. little sparks of humanity that make you feel like oh, you can't just shit on it all. You have to try to do what you can to help, even if it's for this just little girl and her mother that you just saw at a store that right. you know they're hurting, you know they're trying the best they can to take care of things, but you know that you know you know that they are they're in a bad spot things are only going to get worse they're not going to get better at least in the in the in a, in the short term future and that like what do you do at the end of the day there do, do you do you shit on it all or do you do you try to push on and and again it's one of those i even this week had the thought of ugh, i can't believe i'm going to tell you like you're going to get mad at me for even saying it I had the thought this week of what would be my plan of attack to restart the Libertarian Party in Hernando <laughs> County to to work on 2024 election cycle wins. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to ma- get mad at you, but... It's stupid as shit. It's pissing up a rope. I, <laughs> you know? I, no, no, no. That's the thing. Right. Like, that's the thing is, like, I, I keep... I keep going back to that, but I'm like, well, what do you do? do you you got to do something, right? Like, and... and I don't know. I, like I said, I, I don't have the answer to it other than what I try, like what I try to do, especially with doing food delivery. I know it's, it's always weird to go back to this, right? but I do have like, like two minute conversations with people where I'm a person that they're never going to see again, more than likely. Right. Like our, they'll see me very few times if they ever see me again, mm-hmm. but they're able to actually voice at least somewhat of a frustration because I'm, um, somewhat anonymous, you know right. what I mean? Right. And so, like, I had a delivery the other night, and it was to a guy, and he said, "Because I, I, what happens is, is that I'll put the like somebody asked for a, a contactless delivery, right? Right. So I'll put that contactless delivery, and I'll stick it down there, right? Oh, somebody didn't do their phone, by the way. <laughs> that woman can't call me, by the way, just for the record. Yeah, I know. I have her blocked." For years, by the way. I know, I know. She didn't realize what forever meant, by the way. <laughs> I know. She does now. All right. So at any rate, so you go and drop these things off, right? And then what will happen is people put the contactless delivery, but then they come out anyway. Right. So what I got to tell people is as soon as I say, hey, look, you asked for a contactless delivery. So before I hand it to you, I got to take a picture of it. Right. Because in order to do that, in order to prove you're not stealing stuff, right. you got to take a picture and then hand it to them. All right. And then, and then you're supposed to just drop it and let it go. Right. So this guy put this down, but I, you know, put it down. He's like, I know it's just been such a crazy world, man. I just can't believe this is what's going on. Like, right. It didn't have to be this way, basically. And I just, I looked at him and he had this look of like, it wasn't like overt fear, but it was, it was definitely a fearful face. Now, what do you attribute that to? Is it because I tell you where I stand, I'm, I'm in a constant a, a constant uh, state of being amused at the absurdity and a little bit sad over it all, you know, but by the same time, it, so was it, you think it was fear of the virus or just sadness about the state of affairs or just fear of, of the unknown? What do, What are your thoughts on that? I think it's the second two. I think it's this virus and the unknown. Right. But I think it's the unknown on the virus because it doesn't seem like, you know, how, like you say, you don't know anybody that has it. Nobody that you know well, no, is no, really no. dying. No, I, of- that's not true. I, I've known a few people who have had it. Uh, nobody's had serious symptoms. And I know one person who has died from COVID-19, but he was, I think he was either 90 or 91 and he had late stage Alzheimer's. He was already in hospice. So the numbers so, that you know is very, very small. I know one person that died and it's arguable whether he died of COVID or, or not. something else. Yeah, he had COVID and he died. So I think that you're seeing a combination of unknown, not understanding why, and then also a sensory overload of like everything is changing at the same time is that the the chaos that has ensued because of this has anybody 
or any group or organization or however you want to lay it out that is fighting for political or societal power is utilizing this opportunity to continue chaos in order to advance their agenda. Uh, you know, I don't even see it in that regard as much. First of all, let me say about the virus. I have I have virtually no fear of the virus whatsoever. Um, I think that in the 20th century, we, you know, experienced half a dozen viruses that were way worse than this. and Way worse. Yeah, and we never react. And th that's in the last century alone. And we never reacted like this. So the way we're reacting to this is just completely insane and stupid. And, and it's the worst thing that you could have possibly done. Having said that, I expect the government always to do evil things. Governments do evil things. That's what they do. My sadness and my shock is how easily everyone went along with it. That's what makes me sad, is how, how so few people actually use their own critical thinking and, and you know uh, ability to reason and, and logically look at the scenario and make an, a judgment based on that. So my sadness is for my fellow man's lack of balls and br brains and balls the fact that this makes me feel like very very few people across the world have any brains or balls that and that's what makes me sad i i, I don't i understand what you're saying and in some ways i don't necessarily disagree with you however if you go out and you look people are doing the best they can some people are of being defiant of all of this. They just don't do it really publicly. And because they don't know what to, like they don't know what to do. Oh yeah, I'm in the same boat. You I know? mean, I went to I went out to lunch yesterday and they had signs on the door, you gotta wear a mask before you sit down. So I put the mask on as I walked 20 feet to the table and then took the mask off Yeah, in a restaurant. It, it's like, I, you know, but I did it because it it wasn't worth the hassle of non-compliance. It's like, I. I'm not going to fight this battle every day with people who, you know, and it, the person I would have been fighting the battle with is just doing their job. No, she was a 19 year old kid. I'm ballparking her age, a 19 year old kid who, until I saw her, had the mask hanging off her ear. And she when she steps up to the podium to seat people, she's like, all right. Yeah, come on back. Yeah. So it's, like she doesn't give it, a she shit doesn't either. give a shit either. But I, I don't know. We've created this environment where. We're all so fucking obedient. Yeah. That's what bother. That's what bothers me, is the obedience, the blind obedience, and and seeing it on the TV today or and yesterday, you know, just really, it, it's it's here's the, bothers me. Okay, here's the thing about it though: if they wouldn't have shut down the economy. And they would have instead pushed the mask thing where that was the thing we were dealing with was just the mask thing. I wouldn't have been happy, but I would have been okay with it. Um, no, 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 no I, I again, wouldn't have been okay with it either. Well, hold on. There's a difference. Let me make sure I say the difference correctly. There's a difference between a government mandate and then a ad campaign to convince people to do it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but who's going to pay for the ad campaign? But another side. What I feel like is that, and again, <laughs> the amazing part is, is you see the way people are wearing masks does absolutely nothing. But as long as you go to the show of, hey, I have a mask somewhere around my face, you're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the one I wear doesn't do shit. I, what I'm wearing is cheesecloth, essentially. Yeah. Uh, it's like you it can see through any, it. You can literally see through yeah, the material. It, the mask I have, I wear a bandana. Right. I actually have it on right now because I had to stop by the store on the way here. Um, not on my face, but just because it's a good accessory item. At this point, I might keep wearing these from now on just because I actually like the accessory item. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, it keeps my beard from uh, from tickling my, uh, my chin and my chest. So. Yes. Yeah, my neck and my chest. So. That's uh, that's that's a good side effect of it anyway. But, you know, the, the point is, is just it's like government said do it. And then the oh, initially government said not to do it. Then they said well, to yeah, do we it. actually have a, a clip of that. And I want to remind everyone. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and and, uh, and play this clip because I want to remind everyone that these people that we're listening to. Here's what they were saying just a couple of months ago. 
And I want you to hear, this is, this is Dr. Fauci right here telling America what to do. And I, I want to say this was in April. Okay, take a listen. There's a lot of confusion among people and misinformation surrounding face masks. Can you discuss that? The masks are important for someone who's infected to prevent them from infecting someone else. Now, when you see people and look at the films in China and South Korea, whatever, everybody's wearing a mask. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it, because people are listening really no, closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. There's a okay. So that's uh, that is what Fauci was saying three months ago. Yeah. Okay. So you have literally, literally everything that most rational people, other than people who think that by wearing a mask you're going to kill yourself by breathing carbon dioxide, which is a little bit silly, um, but everything that most of the anti-mask people are saying. Doesn't really do much good. You don't need to wear it unless you're infected. Um, you know, it actually creates an environment where, you know, it, it doesn't really help. It might help a tad, but not really. Literally, the guy who is telling you now that we all have to wear masks or we're all going to die was saying the opposite thing three months ago. And now today, today, if a regular person says exactly, exactly what Fauci said three months ago, they are demonized. They are censored. They are called a crazy conspiratorialist. They are called a Nazi, all for saying the exact same thing that Fauci said. And I actually agree with Fauci at that time. And I think he's actually at that time was taking a rational and regional, uh, reasonable approach. Yeah, the masks probably helped very slightly. But did you hear what he said? They mainly just make people feel better. Yeah, that he said they mainly just make people feel better. They're mainly for show. Yeah. And that's the reality. And somehow, somewhere along the way, he went from that, which I think is his true belief, and he probably still holds today, to thinking that the show was more important than anything else. And that's where we are right now. Oh, we're absolutely The show there. is all that matters. Mm -hmm. The new normal, the getting to this new normal. And I don't understand. I know that there are some people that have a profit motive, and Fauci is absolutely one of them. He's got a profit motive in getting vaccines. Yeah. Others may have some other motive. I mean, like Bill Gates, for example. Mm -hmm. um, huge fan of sterilizing people. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, especially in the third world. He wants to you know, make sure that people in the third world are not reproducing. He's a big population control. He guy. wants depopulation. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's pushing for that because their theory is, is that people in the third world uh, when they have a lot of diseases that their kids die from, they have a lot more kids. Yeah. Okay. But my logical answer to that was, well, if the kids are dying, it's a net neutral anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, but that's their theory. But, you know, so you just can't trust any of these people right now because they're all lying to you. And you are participating in something that they admit is just a fucking show. And if you look at the numbers, this is like the fifth most deadly outbreak we've had in the last hundred years. Yeah, maybe the sixth or seventh. I'd have to run the numbers to know exactly, but but it's somewhere in that range. It's not even close, not even close to the biggest or the second biggest or the third biggest outbreak that we've had in the last hundred years. Yeah, and we didn't do all this crazy shit back then. That's right. We and we. You're right. We <coughs> didn't do all this crazy shit back then. No, and, and it all turned out okay. Yeah. Again, we're gonna make it through this. <laughs> Wait a second. If you look at the numbers, if you didn't know that there was a global pandemic going on and you just looked at the numbers of total deaths by various different types of causes, this wouldn't even be like a noticeable spike in the number of deaths from respiratory illnesses. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's like the death toll on this. And again, I, I get that 150,000 people have died. But uh, no, no, no. But 150,000 people have died. They're claiming it's coronavirus, but that's not even telling the truth as to what those numbers are, because there are people that have 
gotten in a motorcycle accident that they counted in the numbers. Right, right. And it, it, again, it's, we're being... We're being manipulated to be obedient in really that that looks like I, again, I don't know how I don't know why I don't know who's behind it. Um, it's it's not reptilians, folks. OK, and it's not, you know, some crazy. Glo- I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I think it's just a lot of stu- stupid people jumping on the same bandwagon. It, I really do. It could I think be it's that. just it, because but, if you look at the way people are willing to jump on these bandwagons. It makes sense that the media would do it, too. It makes sense that all the corporations would do it, too. It just makes sense that all the local governments would do it, too, because everybody else is doing it. All the cool kids are doing it. We'll pretend like it's the end of the world, too, even though it conflicts with our rationality. But they're closing down. I feel like an insane person right now because every time I feel like am I the only one or, you know, very few of us are we the only ones that are not as concerned as these guys are about it because like they're going to close down major they close down the sports teams basically right yeah sports is dead i mean don't get wrong basketball's playing again because they're in the you know, they're doing it in the bubble the wide world of sports thing yeah. you know baseball that's baseball's not going to make it by the way they're going to close the season down yeah because you know one team gets it then the other team gets it then neither one of those two teams can actually play right football i, I don't know how they're going to do fo- here's the thing if you're worried about transmission in baseball, which is really a non-contact right. sport, how in the fuck are you going to do it during football when they smack the shit out of each other every down? Oh yeah, yeah, you're you're definitely ex- like it's not going to work then, right? You are inadvertently when you play football, you are inadvertently exchanging bodily fluids with a whole lot of people. A lot, <laughs> yeah, a lot of for body four li- quarters. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't know how they're going to get away with football if this is the case. So right. football's done. Right. College football's going to be the same thing. That's done too. Right. You know, all the way down to high school yeah. because they won't even have school. Yeah, yeah. They're not. Yeah, and they're, the teachers are striking now because they won't go back to school. You know what? The teachers are fucking themselves. Oh, yeah. They really are. Oh, they're, no, no, no. They're putting themselves out of a job. I hope they do. Yeah. I, they, they, there's here's the thing. If there is a, if if there if the silver lining to this whole thing is that we can actually eliminate public schooling, it'll be worth. it. All of it, if that happens, well, it's not going to happen. Oh, I, I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of it is actually. Uh, hey, 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 this is a new normal, man. This is a new normal. So if that's the case, why why do we even still have these buildings called schools? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Are you gonna Are you gonna try to hijack the new normal? You campaign know what? I with think, stuff like that. I think if I can use the new normal campaign to argue for why we should eliminate various uh, government components, then absolutely. The new normal? Yeah, the okay. new normal. Hey, it's a new normal. We don't need schools anymore. Let's just <laughs> disband the school board, sell all those buildings. You know, I mean, hell, my county alone would save, uh, you know, a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, yeah, it's it's so uh, it just makes no sense. Where are we going next? Well, OK, so I wanted to talk to you. I know that you said that, you know, you've been married for 30 years. Oh, you're going there, huh? Yeah, I'm right. going right there. <laughs> I know that you said you've been married for 30 years. I have. I will be married 30 years uh, this uh, January of 2021. And I know that your wife does watch the news. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. I'm just curious if she's begun to question your fidelity 18 years ago. 18 because years I ago. think it's possible that you had an affair with <laughs> Graham Ivan Clark's mother 18 years ago and spore a offspring called Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, decided that uh, you know what I would adopt that boy in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I I I almost wish I had some you know uh, one night stand that resulted in that kid because I would take him in with open arms, folks. If you don't know what we're you talking, had no about, idea where I was going. I had it? no idea where you're going, but it was a beautiful, beautiful setup. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if if you recall last week, we were talking about the Twitter hack. Where somebody hacked uh, Twitter, basically they did a social engineering, um, got into one of the Twitter employees' admin tools that allowed them to access anybody's Twitter account. And they got into Barack Obama's, Elon Musk, Kanye West, uh, uh, Berkshire, what's his name? Warren Uh, Buffett. Buffett. You know, they got into all these exceptions. Yeah, Joe Biden. They got into these exceptionally high-profile blue check accounts, right? Or green check, whatever the hell it is. and last week, I I was essentially chastising him. I said it had to be a bunch of kids. Yeah. Um, because there's no way that you get that kind of power and you use it to, you know, do a little Bitcoin scam. 
And they ended up making 100 grand worth of Bitcoin, but of course the FBI took it all away. Um, so I was completely right that it was a bunch of kids because there's just no no way. I was very disappointed because with that power, you could really, really fuck shit up. So just listen, if there's any hackers out there, any young kids that are hackers and you get your hands on something potentially big like this, just sit on it for a minute, give me a call, reach out to me, and I will help you to really understand the potential of what you have there. Because I have the, as a as a hacker for the past uh, 40 years, um, I have the, the world, real world experience to know how to best utilize these tools. So I, I just want to say that to any of you hackers out there, you get a hold of the president's uh, Twitter account next time, you let me know first, and we're going to have some real fun and make some real money with it, okay? Um, that being said, but yeah, this kid, awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, but he's, unfortunately, he's facing decades in prison. Even as, but he's getting charged as a juvenile, though. Oh, is Does he? that change? Does oh, that change I, I think that changes dramatically. It's a, it's a lot of. Here's the thing: it's a lot of charges, but he is going to be. The other two are being charged as adults. Well, I think they were adults. They, they were like 18, 19, yeah, yeah, right? Eighteen, yeah. twenty-two. Okay. The third one, the the, the kid from Hillsborough, your son. Um, yeah, my my estranged son uh, who lives in Tampa. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He is a juvenile and is being charged as a juvenile. Oh, that's good. So he That's might good. get a, might get, get it might it might not be decades in jail. Yeah, because I, I was so disappointed with him because they had so much power at their fingertips. They could have done so much good for the world, and they just you know. Well, it's kind of like when you're a kid and you steal things, but you're just stealing a bunch of lollipops. Right. Like, you exactly. Know? Like if you're gonna if you're it, gonna steal and make it worth it. it, it exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, you 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 break into the joint, you defeat the uh, the alarm system, and you steal a Snickers bar. Yeah. You know it but, makes no sense. But what's interesting is I read the article, and apparently in April. The U.S. Secret Service had uh, confiscated $700,000 in Bitcoin from this kid, and there was no mention of why that happened. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently he's been he's been doing this on a couple other occasions uh, before. Yeah. You know, so because um, I've seen this scam before. It's it's rampant and all the you know, I, it, I've seen it on Facebook several times where yeah. where a fake account looking appearing to be from somebody says, hey, I'll double your Bitcoin. You send me however much Bitcoin and I'll send you back twice as much. And obviously it's a scam because it's yeah. just, you know, it's, it's stupid. And honestly, but if you fall for that, you kind of deserve to lose. You the do. Money. You absolutely. Because a fool and his money are soon to part. Yeah. You know, but yeah, this kid, I tell you, it's funny that you went there because I felt that way. I, I honestly felt some some very deep kinship with this kid. And, you know, I, I almost want to reach out and counsel him. Oh, yeah. I actually got to get, I, I got to get Mikey getting, I have to get Mikey get in touch with you with the things he's doing, by the way. Your boy, I tell you what, your boy is on a great path, by the way. And he's working on a lot of stuff. I, I need you to help him with some of this stuff because I have no idea what he's doing. Okay. So All right. we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm happy to. Okay. There's another art. There's a lot of, there, look, there's a lot of major stories that we needed to get to, by the way. However, before we get into that one, there's another story that I wanted to get into. This goes into the new normal thing. Okay. Now, right now, everybody's concerned about coronavirus and things like that. So when you're setting up events, you have to do it differently than what you would normally do it because there's requirements per the law that you can only have so many people in certain places at certain Is times. Is it really law, though? I, I, I don't consider it law. Okay. There are government edicts that are coming out that they are pretending is law that are limiting the number of people that are going into certain establishments. That most law enforcement agencies aren't enforcing anyway. More than likely not. Right. But, so this woman is getting married. Okay. Now, is this? hang on a second. Is, is this like a news story or is this a personal story? No, it's a news story. Okay. It's All a right. link in there. Oh, okay. All right. So the, the name of the link was, okay, so ins, uh, insulting wedding invitation sparks outrage on social media. I'm going to read to you what the wedding invitation was. And I'm going to, and, and here's the thing. I'm going to ask you if you think that this is insulting or not. Okay. Dear friends and family, please understand that our venue is limited in the number of guests we will be able to accommodate for our wedding day. As much as we would love to have each and every one of you join us on our big day, we are forced to split our guests into groups to ensure that we do not surpass our capacity restrictions. Group A. Please RSVP as soon as possible. We appreciate your promptness and will be able to extend any vacant seats to additional and so as we will be able to extend any vacant seats to additional guests. Groups B and C. Please keep a close watch on our wedding website for notice that we have space available. If you already know that you are unavailable to join us, it is helpful for you to that you decline via the RSVP function on our website. If possible, we encourage our guests to hire a babysitter for the night and leave your children at home. As much as we love your kids, we're doing our best to make space for all the guests we can. We also ask... Uh, 
that our single guests forego their plus one, and I can't read the rest. Right, of it I, I got there. it. Yeah. Uh, so, do I think that's offensive? First off, the, I thought it was actually a good idea. You know, here, here's the thing: they're literally going through the process that everybody goes through when they have an event that they're inviting people to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so uh, literally everybody does this and everybody knows that everybody does this. So when you have an event, you you the the people you're absolutely going to invite are your core people. Then you got some friends that are kind of on the, you know, friends and family that are kind of on the the outskirts there. And you're, then you're like, ah, who do we invite out of that? Well, we know we can invite a bunch of people because half of them won't show up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so it, basically everybody understands that everybody gets that everybody knows that you you have a hierarchy of relationships in your life. Yeah, everybody you know, does. Everybody does. You've got your 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 immediate family at the top and then your close friends in the next and then your you acquaintances, know, your, your yeah, your moderate friends. And, and then down here is your acquaintances, you know, things like that. And everybody has this. Yeah. And so for people to be offended by, I get it. If you, if you were one of those people who thought that you had a closer relationship with these folks than you actually did uh, from their perspective, then you might be offended. So just being categorized in those groups, I could see where that would be touchy for some people. Yeah. But I think for me, I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely a C-lister to those people. I I would have no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't bother me. Yeah, I think most of the time that's the way I would feel about it is like, you know, like it's just not like to try to these people are doing the best that they can right now. Right. Considering the situation. Right. So, like, why get mad? Well, like about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it may have not been the most diplomatic way to handle it. But it was certainly the most effective to ensure that the the largest number of people get to come to the wedding. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. the thing. Like you, I mean, you could have just not invited them. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. And then they would have. T- you can't please everybody all the time, anyway. Right. So you're going to piss some people off. But just when I read this, I, I like I saw this, and it was like sent an sent an insulting thing, and I'm I'm like. Well, why would you do that? So I went, I'm like, I had to read it. Then I had to read right. what they wrote. Well, and it I'm makes like, you wonder. I wasn't really that insulted. It makes you wonder: Would the people who were in the B list be more offended if they just didn't get invited? I think sometimes you're just not going to win no matter what. Yeah, I, I just don't think like, you can. People are just looking. Look, outrage, selective outrage, is currency in this freaking country at this point. And if you can be outraged, then you're making it. Like it, it's it really comes down to that. Is you that know, people have people try their best to get offended all day long. This is why I decided to get married at 4 p.m. and was married at 4:45. <laughs> In a courthouse, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, there was one guest, and she was just there to be a witness. Yeah, so I, it's just you know, I just I I read that thing, and I just was like, you know, whatever. Yeah, like stop being a dick. You know, that's a funny thing is is <laughs> the the thing about people being offended these days. Oh my god, it's offensive to some. It's like mispronouncing the name of a hurricane is somehow offensive. Oh yeah, no, they're just it's looking- like. Who who's offended? The fucking hurricane. <laughs> you know? Oh, don't want to upset the hurricane. It might what? Blow my fucking house down. Uh, it, it's just the stupidity of some people. And again, it's another situation where people no brains, no balls. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have the brains to understand that this makes total sense and they don't have the balls to realize everybody on the planet doesn't think you're the greatest human being that ever lived. Yeah. You know, to most people, eh, you're kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's just the reality of the situation. <sighs> it's frustrating. Yeah, it really is at the end of the day, by the way. Like, it really does. It's it's just, it's sad that this is what we're doing, but this is exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're making a, and you know, it's getting worse because people cannot communicate emotionally anymore. People uh, cannot deal with their emotions. I mean, you have an entire generation of people that don't understand how to communicate without emojis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I still don't understand what that means. I've, But I have found that people who use a lot of emojis are usually emotionally unstable. <laughs> or they're 12. 
or they're twelve. One or the other. Which you know you're probably emotionally unstable at twelve. Well, anyway, yeah. Which you're allowed. If to you are at tw- if you're emotionally unstable at twelve, that's probably okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've got time to figure that shit out. Yeah. You know, you still think you're the most important human being in the world right then, and and it takes a few more years between before the world shows you that you're not. Exactly. You know. Where are we where are we going next? Uh, I think we should probably talk about uh, the Epstein file dump. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which. Yes, we should. Which started happening uh, late Thursday night. Uh, so uh, why, don't, why don't you take the lead on that one? Okay, so in the Epstein file dump, what you have is that this was an old court cases that that went on where you have the one girl. The civil case, right. The civil case where the one girl that is the one that's shown with Prince um, Andrew. Right. Or Pr- whatever his name is. Yeah. Prince Petty. Prince Pedo, I guess we should call him. Oh, there you go. Um, that you could show him. With her, and then she filed a, a civil suit against Maxwell and and right. uh, and all of them. And these are all the court documents that come out of it. Yeah, and she has been actually suing them for a long time, and she's been up front. Uh, she's kind of like one of the. I think there were six girls that have come forward very publicly, and you know, were willing to get involved in lawsuits and stuff yeah. like that. Well, this what they've put out automatically shows that that Maxwell's been lying like her and her lawyers are actually lying because she was trying to claim that she hasn't talked to Epstein in so long and there's emails in oh, yeah, there that's showing that they are yeah. but more important than that the names of the people that are starting to come out that have been on the island with again with under with young girls is none other than Slick Willie himself Bill freaking Clinton yeah and you know it's almost anticlimactic because it's it's like we all knew this we all knew, you know, and the interesting thing is anything going to come of it, you know? Well, I don't know. This is just the beginning. And look, here's the thing. Clinton denies ever being on the island. Right. And now there is eyewitness testimony showing that he was on the island. Well, there's already been that, too. Um, in fact, did you watch that uh, six part documentary? I haven't seen it yet. OK, the, the guy who was literally the IT guy for the island, mm-hmm. you know, who set up all the video cameras and everything like that said yeah i i saw bill clinton on the island yeah he has been here absolutely i saw him there and after i realized and and he quit like almost immediately after he realized what was going on there (laughs) you know like this is the beginning of like the the unsealing of all you know who i was most happy that got outed in the documents was alan dershowitz why is that by the way i I hate i despise that human being he is just the you know to be a pedophile is like the epitome of evil but he is so much over the top of that like he's like he's gonna aggressively come at you like you know for it just he's so so evil and arrogant about it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just I desp- I I despise that human being. Okay. I yeah. Got you. So right. I'm I'm glad that he's going down, and because he has the been been the one defending them all too. So like he's been their attorney and everything. Oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Know? No no. He's part of it. He's, yeah. He's definitely and part he's of it. He's like the one that's shouting the loudest. You people are a bunch of liars and calling the going after the women, the accusers, the ones that he literally was raping when they were children. Yeah. I mean that's like to me that's like doubling down on the evil not only did you do these horrible things to these girls you then come out and attack them i mean yeah yeah, just i'll tell you what i'm surprised about by the way Hmm. i'm surprised that none of these victims oh and prince andrew by the way yeah of course (laughs) yeah and a bunch of other very rich and powerful people i'm surprised that none of these girls have killed any of them right like i wouldn't you think that i mean you you could get to dershowitz I mean, you really could at the end of the day. You know, these are... I, it's not like secret I don't services. Think, I don't I think mean, any of these women are killers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think they're like that. Well, I mean... Or what if you're I one of their I think for fathers? the most part, they were trying just get, trying to get on with you their know, life. Well, well, that's the thing. They well, o- a lot of them didn't have fathers. Yeah, right? they, yeah. Always, they always chose girls from poor, broken homes that wouldn't be missed. Yeah. And could be easily lured away without... You know, because they didn't have the the safety net uh, at home and the the love and the guidance of parents. Yeah. You know. Well, and the other thing is this, is that there was a lot of names that were blacked out of these documents Mm -hmm. that 
there's a lot more people involved oh, yeah. than what they've because they, so the names so far you got Dershowitz, Glenn Dubin, Stephen Kaufman, Prince Andrew, Jean Luc Brunel, Bill Richardson, Marvin Minsky. Like there that that's that is like the tip of the tip of the iceberg right. as to what they're actually going to uncover. Yeah. I'm just really hoping that they get everybody. Yeah, I do too. And I, I really do, do hope at this point that every one of these people is thrown in jail and doesn't make it six months in jail. I, I don't know. I want them to be, I want the, whatever the worst thing, like I want to stick them in gin pop. I don't see it happening. Oh, I, it's probably not going to happen. I don't see it happening. We, we don't live in that world. I mean, we live in a world where no matter what a former president does, he's not going to jail. I, we live in that world. It's just, we live in a world where, you know, Dershowitz, might even be too powerful. It's possible. Well, but think about it, it like this. Hang on a second. Dershowitz, we know, has dirt on a whole bunch of other people, maybe or maybe not related to pedophilia, okay? Because he has been every high-profile person's attorney that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So, and he's the, the attorney for, like, the high-profile people who are dirty as fuck. Mm-hmm. So he knows where everyone's skeletons are buried. So even if, like, there's people left that he has dirt on, that don't end up, you know, going under because of the Epstein thing. He's still gonna, he's still got to get out of jail free card. And see, that's a thing about the the world we live in. You know, there is no justice. There is no, you know, it, it's it's not an equal game. It's it's the rich and the powerful have everything, and government protects it for them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and then really, they use the government for that. Yeah, it was like it was like John Lewis's um, funeral, right? Like John Lewis. In all reality, was a civil rights icon. He walked right. with Dr. King. He was beaten. He was beaten within an inch of his life. I mean, don't get me wrong. He ended up ruining all. In my opinion, he's ruined all that with his time Afterwards, in Congress. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. It was great in the '60s. After that, not so much. No, no. He turned yeah. into just another scumbag politician, just like the rest of them. Right. But at his funeral, at his funeral, Clinton spoke. You allowed a rapist. To come there to you know you know eulogize you or whatever you want to call I forget the fucking word right now but you allowed eulogize, that yeah. to happen for a, a guy that is a fucking sexual fucking predator okay and you did it and you did it in glowing terms so like I don't give a fuck about any of the rest of your shit when you're gonna allow someone like Clinton to go on there and to to to, to have a, a a spark of reverence that he shouldn't have been allowed to have like your family. Has, has they've already shit on your grave with that right there. Okay, well, that's just layer one of the hypocrisy around that funeral. Layer two is the fact that, uh, you know, we couldn't have a service for Scotty Ledger, yet thousands of people are allowed to show up at uh, his funeral. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, rules for thee, but not for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it really is. It, it, totally. it is the height of hypocrisy. Right. That they, There's not people only all over the cross funeral, this country that can't, bury their family members and have a service of more than 10 people and you know and And you got thousands there hold on and people are dying alone yeah people are dying in hospitals alone did john lewis's family did john lewis die alone i guarantee you he was surrounded by his family fuck no he didn't fuck that motherfucker right seriously i am fucking so sick and tired of being spoon-fed this well he was look you're right he definitely did things in the '60s that advanced civil Admirable. rights, and, yeah. and he should have done those things. And I'm gl- and he he preached nonviolence, which was great. And you know what he did after that? He got involved in Washington and screwed it all up. He fought in his early life for equality, and then spent the rest of his life being better than everyone else. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, and he died better than everyone else. Yeah, and with died- rules that don't apply to him. Exactly. So like like so you're, you're if you die or if your family member dies. Fuck you. You don't get to have a funeral. But you know what, though? This guy who's been sucking off the government for decades, decades, who's been riding high on what he did in the 60s for so long, he got to have a funeral, but you don't get to because fuck you. You're just a plebe in this fucking world. Like, it's bullshit. It is total bullshit. And you know what? During this time frame, I am taking the I am I am taking more of the thought on social media of you know what I'm just gonna if I don't have anything nice to say I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut sometimes like sometimes you just the, the discretion is the better part of valor or I'm just gonna wait till Saturday when I get to see you and then I can rant all day long. <laughs> so what you're saying is this is our new normal? 
<laughs> I guess. I, <laughs> this each, is a new reality. It, you know what? Here's the thing. And I don't wish death upon him. I didn't wish death upon him. No, and, I'm not, and I'm not happy that the guy's dead. I feel bad as a matter of fact that he's dead. And I'm glad he got to spend time with his family. My problem is, is that he's part of the system that set up rules that stopped you from being able to see your family. Right. Right. And even though those rules, there's no reason those rules shouldn't apply to him. Everyone just assumes that they don't. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? It, it's like, you know, it's like that Lori Lightfoot chicken in Chicago where you know, they're banning haircuts and yet she goes out and gets one and yeah. tries to justify it. Like somehow she's justified. Well, in I have to be on haircut. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something, bitch. It don't matter what you do to your hair. Yeah, You're you still the an ugliest fucking human being I've ever seen. I, she looks like the fucking real life version of Beetlejuice. <laughs> no <laughs> bullshit. She looks like the fucking real life version of Beetlejuice. And there's no getting around that one. Now, like, I don't know. Here's actually, the thing. she's kind of a combination of the Beetlejuice from the movie and the Beetlejuice from Howard Stern show. Like, if you oh. mix those two, she's like the the Beetlejuice squared. <laughs> That's a good point, by the way. Yeah. I didn't take that into consideration. Yeah. You're totally right about that. I know. Yeah. It matches up perfectly. Yeah. No, I, it, it's, it pisses me. You know what? You're right about that fucking Maxwell thing. Or the not Maxwell thing, but the, the, the Lewis thing. I forgot about that part, too. What's that? Like, no, they had this funeral with hundreds of oh, people yeah. there. Yeah. And nobody's social distancing. No. And nobody even talks about it. It's just like, that's, again, our new reality is the rich and the powerful have a different set of rules than we do. And you know and, that, and they, that's it, man. They always have. They always, they always have. have, but now it's just wide open. Mm, now they don't care. Yeah, now yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't even try to hide it anymore. We have to do the show that they're telling us to do when everybody knows it's a show and they're not doing it. Yeah. You know. It's all a work. It, it, it's like uh Falsy, you know the clip we played from Falsy. Just makes people feel better. Well, and here's the thing too. Doesn't look really at him, work. Look makes at him at the ball better. game when he when he did his pitch. Right. You know. Yeah. He can't pitch for nothing. Yeah. He's out on the mound. Got the mask on. He gets up in the stands, sitting next to, right next to two people, takes his mask off. Yeah. Which again, we know <laughs> the virus is bullshit. Yes, we know that. I mean, it's a real virus, but it's it's no big deal. It does kill people, but not many. It, it kills people who are sick and dying anyway. Yes. You know, for the most part, ninety nine percent of the people it kills are sick and dying anyway, yeah. or very very old. Um, but you know, th the point is, is that <laughs> they can't even keep up the charade and it's their job to keep up the charade. Yeah. But when they don't want to keep up the charade, they drop it like a hot potato. Well, and here's the thing too, is that you're blaming, look, okay. They're trying to blame Trump for the increase in the virus count or trying to blame Republicans or government in general when the virus count goes up, right? But in all reality, it was going to go up anyway because it's going to work through the population. Like it's like the, like the flu, right? Like any kind of virus like this is going to work its way through the population. And there's nothing that the government can really do at the end of the day other than this. Okay. There are um, old age homes in Hernando County right. that have gotten zero um, uh, infections. infections. Okay. Do you know how they're doing it? No. Here's how they're doing it. No one's allowed in. Right. The, 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 the people that are there can't talk to each other. It's like they're in jail. That's horrible. It's no life. I would rather take the risk. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. You can stop it if you lock it down to a freaking police state. Right. But you can't lock a free society down to a fucking police state. They it, they pretty much did for a while. Well, they they tried. They yeah. tried. And in doing that, they've tanked the economy to the tune of 9%, 33%, depending if you want to look at the, the monthly numbers oh, or the yeah. weekly numbers uh, or the by, monthly by the way, quarterly we, numbers. We haven't even talked. Last week, I predicted GDP negative 50. Yeah. It came in negative 33. I was, I was a little pessimistic on that. Um, but it's still four times worse than the worst ever in U.S. history. Yeah. But we did this for something that now, it, look, first off, the, the dying rate, if you're averaging it all out, oh, yeah. Death rate's is down still to low. Next to nothing. But here's the thing, though. They figured out ways in which to stop, help more people from dying to stop it now. So the death rate, if you go from this point moving forward, is even lower than if you take the average over all of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because now a lot more people are surviving because of it. Yeah. We, we've tanked the global economy. More people are going to die because of, the, because of our actions in shutting everything down yeah. that we're going to die because of this freaking virus. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. We <laughs> nobody has seen the reality of the economy yet. 
Um, Cause they keep pumping money in because it. they keep pumping. But here's, here's the funny part is the more money they pump into it, the worse it's going to be when they stop pumping. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And that's, that's the amazing part. It, it's like, they're literally making it better in the short term and worse in the long term because already you've got the inflationary pressure. That's why gold is near 2000, uh, you know, as of today. Uh, and it's going to keep going up to 3000 probably by uh, mid next year. That's why Bitcoin is up uh, $2,000 uh, per in the past uh, uh, you know, month or so. Um, it's, it's why everything is more expensive. It's why you go to the store and it seems like, hey, wow, my grocery bill went up quite a bit. That's why it's that inflation is already starting to hit. But, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be so bad. We had another one point four million people file for first time unemployment this week. And it is going to be interesting if depending on what Congress passes here, if they, um, you know, don't do the extra six hundred dollars a week unemployment. We're going to start to see a lot of effects really quick because the only reason that those 40 million people that are currently unemployed or 50 million, but closer to 50 million people right now, those 50 million people that are that are unemployed aren't, you know, either a living in a tent city under an overpass or b rioting in the streets is because of two things. The uh, moratorium on evictions. Uh, which has just in Florida, at least, has been uh, postponed one more month. So nobody can be evicted before September 1st. It was August 1st, but they just uh, extended that. DeSantis did that. And the $600 a month uh, unemployment benefits. As soon as those things stop, this country is going to look like Venezuela. I mean, just like, boom. Like It's going to happen so rapidly that from one month to the next, you're not going to recognize this place you're going to see vacant houses people living on the streets um, hunger you know extreme poverty and it's going to happen whenever the the federal government stops you know handing out the government cheese oh yeah you know i mean they're gonna here's the thing i think they're gonna get the 600 hundred dollar thing back going again well they because the republicans it's are already starting expired. to capitulate to it though yeah it, they may miss a week well here's the thing it's <laughs> they're in such a weird situation where they almost have to yeah but again the longer they do it they're just pushing the inevitable back yeah you well, know all they're doing they is don't, stalling it like they don't want to be the ones in charge when it happens yeah that's I what mean, it comes down to right right and the best case scenario the best case scenario let's say that they they keep spending money for so long that Eventually, the economy comes back because essentially you you have a quarter of the country on the government payroll. Mm -hmm. Okay, when it does all come back, the inflation is going to be so insane that your weekly grocery bill is going to be a thousand dollars. You know, and again, this is what I wrote. This is the exact scenario that I wrote about in my book. This is literally chapter one of my book. Um, but it, it, there's no other outcome. So either we face a great depression um, that is happens with homelessness and hunger and uh, you know unemployment rapidly, and then we rebuild from there, or we push it all the way down the road until we get to a point where nobody can afford anything, and so we have homelessness and hunger and you know that sort of thing as well. Yeah, it, it, there's no outcome where we don't go through a really really horrible period where people are suffering and a lot of them are dying. Because of the economic consequences of what they did uh, in 2020. And there's just no scenario where that can happen. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's more than just the economic consequences of what they did in 2020. It's that the economic policies that we've done since the beginning of the Federal Reserve well, that's true. have brought us to this point. Yeah, yeah, but it, it so accelerated this year. Well, no, no, I no. Mean, yeah, but it was always going to, though. Yeah, but we were talking about something that was probably going to happen in our kids' lifetime. You know, th it was something that was still quite a ways down the road. If we stayed on the same trajectory that we were on in 2019. That's where we screwed up. Yeah, we, we thought it was coming much quicker than it was. No, no, much later than it was. Oh, no, if, if it wasn't for this change, all of a sudden they went crazy. You know, Fed goes crazy. The federal government goes crazy. They're spending, you know. Uh, Never let an opportunity go to waste. Never let a good crisis go to waste. But to what end? I don't understand. Control. I, maybe. And I don't know. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't know. But I have an idea. 
And it seems to me that the only two things that people are ever concerned about is money and power. Yeah. And it, it's got to be one of those. It's got to be one of those. I don't know why. And you had all the... Or no, maybe it's just a bunch of stupid people. Maybe it's a bunch of monkeys pulling levers. It could be a combination of both. Uh, yeah, one, I, I, one I doesn't know. One doesn't disclude the other. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because I, you're right. Most people are are, are the, the what, what, what did you call them, the, the non... Non-player characters. The non-player characters, yeah. right? They're, they're essentially uh, have very basic AI, can only interact in very limited scenarios, and they're this, just there to move the narrative along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that are like that, yeah. but there's there are some that aren't, and I think the ones that aren't know exactly what they're doing. Maybe. So, Maybe. I, I, don't know. I don't know. Well, we're at the end of the show. What are we going to talk about in hour number two, and how can people hear it if they'd like to? Okay, so the one thing I wanted to bring up in the second hour was oh, it, during Obama's speech at the, uh, the the funeral that none of us are allowed to have, but 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 John well, Lewis is allowed to have. Well, hang on. Tell Don't tell, don't say what you're going to say. Just say you want to talk about oh, that. Oh, he, he's going to call everything racist? Okay. Um, let's see. What else are we going to talk about here? Oh, the, the, the 33%, we kind of already talked about that, though. I, I want to talk about the, uh, the new unknown uh, deadly virus that's uh, now spreading uh, around the globe, according to China. I want to talk about the uh, the hearings in Congress about the from the social media companies where we have uh, Congress people that still have no idea what the Internet actually is. I need is. a briefing on that because I didn't watch any of okay. them. So you're, you're going to have to bring me up right. to speed on that. All right. And then uh, that's about it. OK, well, that's that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening to the first hour of Unattended Baggage. Hang if you'd like to li- let, let oh, me try that again. If you'd like to listen to the second hour of Unattended Baggage, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage. That's patreon.com slash unattended baggage. We'll see you on the other side. Join on the other side. <laughs>